0: Everybody's got depression and social anxiety and anxiety and fucking sadness. And guess what everybody's doing? Just fucking fucking scrolling your stupid ass life away. And then you hit your mid-30s. You're sleeping next to someone you hate, but there's a wedding ring on your fucking finger. You got kids and a mortgage. And now you're having a midlife crisis. So you go and buy a motorcycle or you kill yourself. Like... I got permission to put your mama in a headlock. She tried to juke me in a figure four leg lock. She said she liked the way I stick and make the bedrock. Or how I lick and leave a twisted like a dreadlock. Nigga! What's going on, beautiful people? It's your boy, Black Zeus, back at it again for another episode of Black Zeus, the podcast, season four, episode 16. Beep, beep, beep and the guy in the corner thoth tahuti the producer the voice of god in the studio the man who made it all on crypto and lost it the next day dante is not here ladies and gentlemen look how i set that up look how i set it up perfectly you thought that nigga was in the corner right now you thought he was going to do the pop 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 nah bro this is a classic throwback episode of black suits the podcast Solo dolo, just me, can this nigga still do it by himself, or is he about to bomb a podcast for the next 30 to 50 minutes? Only time will tell, ladies and gentlemen. I have way too much energy right now. Holy shit. Do you understand why I come on the podcast, hide out of my face, or like, micro or even slightly tripping? You see now? because what is it what am i supposed to do with this Ah! uh all this energy came from the sun my nigga because the sun is the most powerful drug on this fucking planet go spend more than 30 minutes a day in that bitch it's fucking summertime i swear to god if you stay indoors this summer i'm finding you and i'm kicking your ass bro and if you're a female i'm getting my girls to do it go fuck yourself be outside you idiot yes i'm trying to get you to watch my podcast but i don't fucking care nigga how many times do you need to hear me say it bro i'm an artiste i'll keep doing this whether you're here or not i want you to enjoy your life and then come back when you're bored or some shit these episodes will be here this is not how you get famous or gain a following at all watch me at your leisure please don't watch me whatever don't support support whatever but that's who i am and uh you know what bro I would be a hypocrite to tell anybody otherwise because like, what the hell is that? That's, um, that's that do as I say, not as I do bullshit. But why the fuck would I tell other people to do something that I wouldn't do myself? There are situations where that might actually be necessary because not everything is for you. And sometimes you just need to give advice and it's like, look, I wouldn't necessarily do this, but it makes sense for you as a person and for whatever scenario you're in. But you know, in this case, I am prolonging my success. <laughs> uh, I, hope you, um, I hope you've been all right. Hope you had a blessed week. Hope everything's been on the up and up. Uh, so much fire shit to talk about this week. It's mostly comedy related. So where last week, all my shit fucked off and I didn't really have much comedy stuff. This week has been a blessed week of comedy. Um, doing everything I'm supposed to do on, on my path. Uh, To get to where I want to be. And that is my definition of success, my nigga. Not a million followers on on social media. Not fucking, oh my God, Gatorade asked me to do a commercial. Gatorade can suck my left nut. How about that? How about that? Meet me outside, nigga. Um, Already not famous and already shutting out any potential sponsorship from Gatorade. Good job, Zeus. Way to go. Thanks to the fine people at Gatorade for sucking my left nut. (laughs) Uh, I'm never getting a sponsorship from them, but that's fine because I don't drink weird flavored piss water. Um, Yeah, I said it. That's right. The great flavor is okay. And I know as a black man, I shouldn't say that into a microphone, but actually, it has this weird aftertaste now. Anyways, how did I get into reviewing Gatorade flavors? Anyways, the grape flavor is okay, but aftertaste tastes like batteries, nigga. And um, and how about we just get comfortable drinking water? How about that? How about unflavored, no sugar, no nothing? Just get that H2O in you. Be a H2Ho this summer. How about that, ladies and gentlemen? This message brought to you by Black Zeus. This summer, don't be a ho. Be an H2Ho. Drink water, unsugared, unflavored. Be normal. <laughs> this shit turned into a TED talk so fast. I don't. I don't know what the hell's going on. Am I? I got. I feel like I got shadow on me in this episode. I'm moving. I'm moving up. Just because it's only me, I really don't care. I can do that. Look at this. Look at this. I got up in in camera. I'm moving around. Is that shadow on me, bro? Is that a lot of shadow on me, bro? Can we fix the lighting live, huh? I'm in the studio, just moving shit around. This is what happens when I'm by myself, nigga. It's 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 okay. Dante is doing family stuff, and I'm pretty sure I saw a video that nigga's on a race course today. Someone's drifting, either him or someone around him is drifting, and I can't wait to ask him about that shit. Um, but yeah, let's get to the let's get to the show. Let's get to the meat and potatoes of this shit. Uh, again, make sure you're listening or watching after you've been outside all right I i i can't stress this enough this summer is my homie said it today i was i was chilling with one of my one of my good friends today um and he said something very uh very real that hit close to home it's like that hit close to home what the fuck is this like some i'm making it sound bigger than it is but he said that this is the first real summer fully removed from all that fucking covid haze you know what i mean like the last summer we were still kind of just getting out of that haze the summer before let's not talk about it the summer before that definitely not talking about that but this is the first real summer back you know and um i don't know you could feel it you could like it feels normal-ish we only got a few more years until they the powers that be decide to pull another fucking shit show on everybody and then you know <clears throat> let's, not, well, let's not wish this into reality I'm not trying to wish it into reality but nigga I was alive for 9-11 and about every 10 years something crazy big happens so just enjoy day to day, moment to moment breath to breath and um, and maybe don't be a puppet for anybody, how about that maybe be informed, read a book uh, like study yourself in nature and all that stuff how did this turn into the Hotep Hour with Black Suits? By myself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so last week, uh, I did a show the night that me and Dante recorded. And uh, honestly, fire show. It was at Comedy Bar Danforth, if you're a Toronto local. If you're not, it's in the east end of Toronto uh, in Greektown. Comedy Bar is a staple comedy club in Toronto. They recently opened up a new location in the East End, so now they have one on either end of the city. Um, Whereas the original Comedy Bar is like a little cabaret club, this one is a theater club, and, and the theater space is fucking gorgeous. I've performed at Comedy Bar East a few times, but mostly in the cabaret space that they have downstairs. This past Sunday was my first set in the theater space. It is fucking gorgeous i lo- i love theaters bro and i do so well i do so well anywhere now and again if you're new to the podcast you're like this nigga is full of ego don't care nigga don't care i'm 12 years into this shit and i'm I like bro the the, the sets that i had and and the funny thing is is that like nobody knows me and nobody should know me you know what i mean why the fuck should anybody know me at this point i haven't really uh done the maneuvering for for uh me to go global, but I've laid such a foundation and I have such supreme comfort on stage. I have such supreme awareness. Um that I I, I know both consciously and subconsciously this is what I was working towards so that I could start maneuvering. Because I'm I'm the type of person that like I've already fucked off uh good opportunities. You only get one opportunity to make a first impression okay like if there's any piece of advice i could give you fucking make sure you make a good first impression bro like be on your p's and q's be good dot your i's cross your t's because you may never get another opportunity to to uh start with a clean slate some people sometimes it works. Some people know it's like okay, whatever happened here is an anomaly. I can I can tell that this niggas funny or whatever, but it's like, I'm just and I'm just talking in the comedy sense. But any any artistic thing, anything really in general, bro. Um, don't go don't go in at half assed and then don't start making m- maneuvers that would be a level above you. I mean, do it. Why not? Because. Eh, who am I to tell anybody your path is your path? You know what I mean? But from my experience and from what I've seen, like I like to say this, especially in the comedy world, you you gain a following or whatever, doing doing whatever, however, you people blow up now, TikTok, whatever the fuck, social media and shit. Now, and you're a comedian though, okay? So your heart is on the stage. But seeing the landscape, you're like, okay, well, I need to make fucking... I need to have a social media presence and all that stuff. What's working? And then you look at what's working online, and it's just retards going to fucking Walmart, bothering whole families and shit. And then other complete dummies who don't have a life find this to be entertaining. Um, If this is you, I apologize, but I don't. Have better standards, nigga. Have better fucking standards for the thing that you call entertainment. Holy shit. Um... So, yeah, I mean, uh, let's just, you know, that's why the fuck would I want to do that and then be known for that um, when I want to be known for comedy? This day and age, that kind of makes me insane because everything is social media, everything is fucking... But is it really? Um, I've been having a ton of fun. I think I mentioned this on one of the recent podcasts. I've been having a ton of fun just grilling audiences lately, questioning them, and... I swear on everything, bro, A 100%, a 100% of the audience. I've only been asking for like the last two, three months, but every audience I ask, does anybody really like social media? Fucking more than 75% of the audience is off that shit. And then the next part of the fucking, the, the set goes to, well, why the fuck are we doing this to ourselves and each other? You know what I mean? Like, these aren't the jokes, obviously. I'm not going to give you my fucking bread and butter on YouTube, nigga. Get the fuck out of here. Give my best shit to Google for free. Suck my left nut, Google. (laughs) Everybody's sucking a left nut today. Uh, (laughs) um, But yeah, it's just, like, why, bro? And another thing is, why the fuck is everything just the lowest common denominator? None of it is funny it's all accents, it's all fucking going in public and bothering people. Bro, who gives a shit, nigga? Who gives a shit? Who fucking cares? Chupapi Muniano, are you serious? That shit is funny for maybe five seconds, not even 15 minutes. I used to understand 15 minutes of fame, honestly, because, like, before social media, that's really what you would get. You would be platformed for 15 minutes because... This type of content is what that is what that warranted. You're not famous or anything. You made something that people found funny for eight minutes. But now because, you know, we're constantly being inundated with shit. We're constantly, that was me scrolling, by the way, not having a stroke. We're constantly just scrolling our life away through our phone, constantly being fed bullshit that like now we accept it as that's the thing. The, the, what do you mean? You're an old man, Zeus. You sound you sound old and bitter and shit. I'm like, actually, I like the sun. I'm not a <laughs> I'm not a fucking gremlin, um, and I actually like real like art. You know, I like things to challenge me. And I promise you, I'm not being challenged by a guy saying Chupapi Papi in a fucking Walmart to a guy that's just trying to buy milk for his kids. Like, what the fuck are you on, bro? What are you on? I already, I I don't even think it's because I'm thirty. I don't. Like, I never found that shit to be fucking this funny. I'm not going to act like I haven't laughed at it. I'm not going to act like I don't scroll at all. I scroll every once in a while. But even now, like... Here's a, here's a fun challenge from, from your boy, Black Zeus. Social media challenge. Let's do this one, which will never go trending on TikTok. Post your screen time. Post your app time. Post it. Post your app time. And then... Post your prescriptions, you fucking depressed bitch. (laughs) Everybody's got depression and social anxiety and anxiety and fucking sadness. And guess what everybody's doing? Just fucking fucking scrolling your stupid ass life away. And then you hit your mid thirties. You're sleeping next to someone you hate, but there's a wedding ring on your fucking finger you got kids in a mortgage and now you're having a midlife crisis so you go and buy a motorcycle or you kill yourself like (laughs) i just refuse to participate in that shit and i think the best thing i ever did was define exactly what my version of success is for me and nigga like i'm i'm a i'm a scale type of person i build my business to scale to the scale of my happiness, okay? And I have infinite happiness of where I am, but I know that I'm not just capable of more, but I'm due for more, all right? So, like, don't take what I said to be like, this nigga's settling for the fucking lowest common denominator. He's like, no, bro. I trust the journey. I trust the path. And at 12 years in, I think I've proven enough to myself how I started from absolute garbage on the stage to literally being... One of the top dudes in the country. Yeah, I said it. Test me, nigga. Book me. Put me next to you on a show. Put me after you on a show. Close the show out. Have me open. I will bury you, nigga. And that is what I aim to do every time I walk into a comedy situation. If I'm about to perform... I look at the room and I don't look at any other comic. I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, you better be the best version of yourself. Whether there's three people or 3000 people or a fucking 500,000 people. I don't give a shit. Nigga. Like I've hit, I've, I've hit, I've transcended comedian. I am comedy. All right. And, um, and yeah, that was, that was pretty much my comedy bar East. I look forward to being back there again. Shout out to comedy bar. Uh, then, uh, this past Friday, uh, your boy did the Toronto Yuck Yucks. Now that is the biggest club in Toronto. That is the most established club in Toronto. That's the most established club in Canada. It is, um, the only national chain. It is the big guns in terms of clubs in Canada. You know what I mean? It's the closest thing we have to like, uh, uh, improv in the States. Now improv is another uh, national chain in, in the States and they go coast to coast. And so I would I would liken it to that. You know what I mean? I wouldn't say it's Canada's, the comedy store because the comedy store is like one spot. You know what I mean? I wouldn't say it's Canada's Laugh Factory, even though there's a couple laugh factories in the States. It's, it's like known for like the LA spot. I wouldn't say it's the comedy seller because the comedy seller is like the seller. You know what I mean? It's the one spot. Yucks is, this is really inside baseball if you don't know comedy, but it's, Canada's the improv. It's on major national scale and, and the biggest rooms, you know what I mean? And it's produced the biggest names out of Canada. So I had a really uh, amazing opportunity that I set up for myself uh, to perform for the owner and president of Yuck Yucks. His name is Mark Breslin, a legend in the game uh salutes mr breslin thank you for coming out to see your boy and i did not disappoint nigga what the fuck did you think i was gonna do bomb shit you really think i have an ego don't you (laughs) i had the most fucking fire set i showcased literally everything i wanted to showcase from the beginning of my 12 years the most polished versions of those like some of my classic jokes to my my fucking muah, immaculate riffing, uh, I'm Speedy Gonzalez when it comes to riffs, bro. You try and knock me off, you try and throw me off, you try and say something from the crowd, you can't, bro. There's no scenario that's 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 too awkward, too weird, too whatever. I will flip it. I will flip it on you. Um, so yeah, I had a very fucking fire set. I'm very uh, I'm very happy with myself because this opens up. Uh, pathways, opportunities, you know, and um lets me get to the next phase. My my Marvel phase. Uh what phase would I be on at this point? I'm not phase one because that was the beginning. I'm not phase two because I was starting to get good. I would say phase three was like when I started headlining. I'm probably in phase four. It's it's black Zeus phase four. This would be maybe transitioning out to phase five. Which is really starting to go international with this shit. Um, I very much look forward to it, bro. Like I, 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 am myself international. I'm fucking Ethiopian by way of Greece and North America, bro. Like it doesn't get more international than that. I touch pretty much every damn. I touch every major continent. That's for damn sure, nigga. What are you trying to say, Antarctica? I'm supp- <laughs> Um, Australia, nigga, get out of here, bro. Uh, but I will actually be hitting up Australia sooner than later, I believe. Um, some opportunities out there, some comics I know out there. And uh, why not go all the way to the other side of the earth to do the thing that I do here? <laughs> um, but yeah, I very much look forward to the future of that. I I waited specifically, you know. The, there's, I won't get too into it. But there's a pathway in comedy. You can be signed or unsigned. It's much like a rapper. You know what I mean? And if you sign, you're pretty much signing to someone like an improv or laugh factory or, or, or in Canada, yuck yucks, and you become a rostered comic. And then you go and perform mainly their clubs Um, or you go independent and you sell shit out of your trunk. I, I've kept myself independent until I had something to really bring to the table. Now that I actually have bargaining chips, I I feel a lot better about all of this shit. I don't even I again, I'm still independent. I'm not signed to anybody, but I feel like I've I've set myself up so that I don't have to do things the typical way. I don't have to a lot of a lot of comics that I see personally, especially now with the advent of social media, there's a quick there like it seems like there's a quicker route to quote-unquote success or quote-unquote fame um you come like i said earlier bro you go bother a family at walmart and you'll gain followers overnight and then you parlay that into okay now i have a following i'm gonna start booking shows and fucking maneuvering around and then you bring those people out to your shows right the only problem with that is is those people know you for your social media you know i i've as hard as it's been i have remained a comedian i'm not a influencer i'm not a social media fucking comedian i'm not an online comedian like i am comedian bro i am comedy hear me roar nigga um i would love to do shows with some of your favorite memers that that consider themselves comedians. Some of them can hold themselves on the stage. Absolutely. Some of them are killers, and they're just using the social media as the tool that it is. I can't bring myself to do that. I really can't bring myself to do the lower common denominator thing because it's just not in me. So, like Nipsey, bro, I just doubled down, stayed ten toes, bro, looked at the fucking ground, and just kept moving forward. And now, uh, you know, it's like brick by brick. I have a fucking great wall of zeus you know what i mean and um my peers recognize it audiences recognize it and now industry is going to fucking feel my full wrath um they will understand bro like this is everybody will understand because i really do see this meme shit blowing the fuck over eventually not now but I remain steadfast in, in the skills that are most important in the comedy game, and that's stand-up comedy. And uh, to round out all this comedy talk, I hit up a new club. Um, it's it's very new. It's in the basement of, like, a fucking... I fucking love Toronto, bro. Because especially since COVID, the amount of rooms that people are just comfortable going to to, to watch uh, live performance... Is staggering, bro. Like, literally, people will show up to a corner of a basement now. It's it's really hilarious. But this wasn't a corner of a basement. It was a whole basement. It was a finished basement. And it was a very artsy basement. Shout-outs to uh, Keith and uh, Jeremy uh, in Toronto for starting up uh, a new show, man. It's it's tough. But um, they had a great little audience. I went right from yucks. Like, I went from a 300-seat club to, <laughs> like, uh, a 50-capacity basement club you know what i mean and that that is the toronto comedy scene in a nutshell bro you go from the like the highest of the highs to it's not even the lowest of the lows but you'll just like it's such a range um because toronto just has so much to offer and there's so many people there that there are enough people looking for everything it really is a mini new york you know like I know I say that and anybody from the States or anybody from New York just fucking laughs at that shit. But it really is baby New York. Like cleaner, nicer, smaller New York. <laughs> um Yeah, man. And then does just, just parlayed right into the right into the week. Or right into the weekend, I should say. Fucking hectic ass weekend, man. I really wanted to I really wanted to chill for most uh most of today. Um if you don't know we record on Sundays but I fuck bro it's actually been a really blessed day just a lot of extra shit my brake pads uh, started to go on my car so obviously you don't want to you don't want to drive like that for too long because you'll seize your brakes and then that's even more money so I had to fucking last minute on a Sunday figure out this brake scenario yo fuck mechanics bro I'm gonna tell you about the best mechanic ever in a minute that I stumbled into, um, but I went fuck, man! Like this is the only this is the only issue with living in a smaller space, like living in an apartment. I miss having a driveway or or even just like a garage access, you know? Because brakes are not a major job, um, especially with if you have some friends too. Brakes are a really simple job. Uh, I, I, I most, I've done like my own oil changes and my, my own brake changes. Um, now I haven't done that in years, but I would fucking love to get back into it, bro. The weather was so perfect today that I would have actually just taken a couple hours out and just crank my car up and change the brakes. But you know, uh, time being a factor and uh, me having all this other shit to deal with editing and recording and all this stuff. And, and honestly just living too. Cause I, I'm making sure I keep that balance this summer. Uh, I made a bunch of just frantic calls already finding a mechanic on a Sunday hard. Um, but then finding a mechanic that's reasonable, ugh. there's a chain in Canada. If you're not Canadian, it's called a uh, Canadian tire. <laughs> God damn. If you're not Canadian, you just, I know you just went ugh at that Canadian tire. Ugh. We call it crappy tire here. All right. Um, <laughs> but they, there's like a, uh, it's like, uh, you know, it's a hardware shop, a mechanic shop, all that shit. It's like fucking builder shop and uh tool shop and all that stuff. And they have um mechanics, like a garage, some of the locations. And knowing that those would be like probably the worst people to call, I got out of the way first. And I was shocked because I was going to go buy my, my brakes. I was going to go buy the parts, find a mechanic, and have them just install the brakes or change the brakes. Um, I found a Uh, garage that I normally go to that's open on Sundays, I asked them if they would do that and they're like, we don't take any outside parts, you have to buy them from us that'll be like 8 to a 1000 parts labor included I'm like, suck a left nut I know that changing brakes, especially when there's not an issue, it's just you popping the tires off and changing the fucking brake brake pads, calipers, like get out of here bro Um, and if you have drums in the back You got to clean up the drums. Most of the time, if you if you're driving on seized, like if you're driving on bad brakes and they seize and shit, you're gonna have to replace the drums. But if you got if you got drums in the back, chances are you're more than okay. So I I I get a quote from Crappy Tire. This guy's like, oh, for front and back, uh, roughly six to seven hundred bucks. I need to get this shit done and out of the way. I know I'm paying at least. 200 premium on top from that guy's quote. But it being a Sunday, me needing my car and all this shit, I, I just, I bite the bullet. I'm very grateful that I'm even able to just do that and make a decision like that. But I go to the shop, I start, um, I go up to the counter, I'm talking to the guy, da da I'm like, I'm the guy that called, this and that. He starts entering my info. Me thinking this guy's giving me the price on the phone. He's entering my info and all this shit. And then he comes to the... The total with taxes, he's like twelve hundred and fifty dollars. Bro, when I tell you I almost reached over that counter and strangled the guy, but I kept the straightest face. I was calm, I wasn't an asshole, but I but I was like audibly and visibly like I'm like nigga, what you just told me six, seven hundred on the phone. How does that turn into twelve hundred even with taxes? And then I told the guy, I'm like, do you guys do parts or and labor, or can I supply the parts? And the guy just looked at me, he's like, oh, that's not the part cost, buddy. The parts cost nothing. That's all labor. I'm like, $1,250 for labor, bro? This is, bro, if you know nothing about cars, I feel so bad for you. Because $1,200 to change some fucking brakes, nigga, are you fucking out of your mind? Are you fucking out of your mind? Don't go to any big chain shit for no auto body shit, no mechanic shit. Don't you dare. Unless you know the person or you own the shop, you have no reason to go to a fucking Big brand store, cause, cause what it is is, they don't screw you on the part cost, cause they can't, cause you can just walk into the store outside of the garage and be and pick up the part off the off the shelf, so you can see the price. You're like, these brakes are only eighty bucks. So how the fuck did we get from eighty dollar brakes a piece to fucking twelve hundred and fifty dollars? What do you tell me your labor's worth, bro? For for a thirty minute job, bro for a 30 minute job and this is what it is the companies don't want the companies don't want to lose anything right but they have to pay the mechanics what they're worth all right so they pay the mechanics what they're worth but the companies are so fucking greedy that they need the exact amount the exact they need the exact same amount or double i guarantee they're getting the lion's share of that shit ain't no way the mechanic is seeing fucking half of that 1250 fuck no fuck no I'm gonna pay you 12.50. These bitch ass niggas. So at that point, I I'm like, nah, bro. There's no. I'm like 12.50, bro. You know that's insane. And he just looked at me and he like gave me a look like he knows. And then he just said, sorry, man. I gotta go by the books. I'm like, I'm not even mad at you, bro. I get it. This place is weird. I leave. I go to I go to a, a, a car parts store. I buy all the brakes. I buy all the shit I need. And at this point, um. Now, before I do that, I get in, I get back in my car, and I get back. on am fucking Google Maps, bro. This is how, bro, I'm telling you, like, God is real, bro. Because the way I was actually led to the mechanic, like, the best mechanic I think I've, I have ever found, bro, pure happenstance, man. Pure happenstance. I wasn't going to go to that guy. I didn't even know he existed. But after that, I, I do my due diligence. I start going through, looking at reviews, and da-da-da, this and that, seeing who's open. I call. I reach this one guy very chill seeming guy man and mechanics usually i don't know if you i don't know if you have a car now but if you call mechanic like there's a lot there's, there's there's mechanic uh aggression level aggression you know what i mean not that everybody's a dick but like a lot i i i sensed a lot of like yo i'm doing shit like make this phone call quick da da, da. this guy was chill um and then he quoted me. He's like, "Are you sure there's nothing wrong? I don't need to check anything." I'm like, "I know, brother. This is just the brakes. I I'm going to get the brakes. Like how much just to install them?" And the guy told me $350. Now, that is how much it costs to replace your fucking brakes. $350. The parts cost me this gets even better, bro, because I found, on a Sunday, I found an honest mechanic. Not just honest, but good, okay? But good. I find this guy's shop. He sends me, like, he sends me the address. He's like, my shop just moved. I'm here. I'm like, well, that's kind of sketch. Let's see how this goes. I go get the parts. I go to the shop. I pull up. It's one of those little, um, little like, uh, mechanic alleys. I don't know if, like, every city, every city has, like, an industrial area. But sometimes you'll have, like, auto body shops, like, within residential neighborhoods. A lot of, like, older cities have this built in. So this is, like, one of those little alcoves. Like, you turn into a side street, and the whole street is just auto body shops, like, in the middle of a residential neighborhood, right? And I, this one guy's shop, I get to it clean as fuck. I couldn't believe it, bro. It was clean as fuck. I don't even want to swear, cuz. they they're just clean, bro. I don't even know why I don't want to swear. It's too much. It was just clean. All right? Um, So good first impressions right off the bat. I go to talk to the guy. Super normal guy. Um... Like see, just seems proper, you know. It I mean? doesn't seem shisty like a mechanic. He's not even like o- in overalls, you know what I mean? And to some that might seem sketchy, but the garage was very proper. It was very obviously his garage, and I'm like, it's a Sunday. This nigga's literally doing leisure work right now. I respect the fuck out of that. Let's go. You're open on a Sunday. Most mechanics won't even do that, or do that for a reasonable price. So I I, I spend about three hundred bucks on the brakes. I go to the mechanic. Three fifty dollars for that. I didn't pay him up front. I paid him afterwards. I get a call when it's done. He's like, brother, just your front brakes I had to replace. Your back drums were fine. They just needed to be greased up. So I opened them all. I greased them up. It's perfect. Everything's running smoothly. I kept the back brakes in the box. Go return them and save your money. What the fuck, bro? Come on. An honest solid mechanic on a Sunday and then for those like three hours that my car was getting worked on call up my homie we meet in the middle and we just go on a fucking excursion I'm in the sun for like three hours with one of my best friends my car's getting fixed I'm getting money back like get out of here bro Get out of here, bro. What a blessed Sunday, man. What a, yo, what, just, ah, this summer, I know it's going to be amazing. This summer is going to be amazing, and and I hope it is for you too, man. Do everything in your power to align with your best and highest self this summer, and make some shit happen for yourself. Make sure you are active in the fucking sun. Why am I pushing this? Because it's just good for you. Don't be on the fucking socials. Don't be on YouTube. Listen to the podcast here and there. Just catch up, you know what I mean? Help me help me out. But I'm with you. I want you to fucking go experience outdoors and just live life, nigga. And if it ever gets too hot to be outside, come on in. I'll have a bunch of content for you. Um, but yeah, let's end this show with uh, a weekly segment we do here on Black Suits the Podcast called Poll Results. I just said that really awkwardly called Poll Results. Uh, If you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you're recurring, I love you. Welcome back, beautiful people. But every Monday on my Instagram, social media feed, I post an interactive poll question. I leave it up for 24 hours. And then on Wednesdays on the podcast, myself and usually Dante when he's in studio will go over the results and discuss what we think. Um, This week's poll question was this or that. Very simple uh 3 plus vacations a year but your job sucks or 0 to 1 vacation a year but it's your dream career okay um that was the options myself how i how i went with this one was 0 to 1 vacations a year but it's your dream career like for me and again this this is this is this or that So there's obviously better options that I could have written, but I like to kind of force people's hands. I'll usually give like a best case scenario and worst case scenario and nothing in the middle. You have to fucking, you have to go with what you most align with. And um, I don't have the results in front of me, so that's very bad. But myself, I go with zero to one vacations a year, but it's my dream career. I'm living my dream career and I'm straight up on zero to one vacations a year right now, but I'm getting to the point where my career is going to take me around the world. And I've built myself up to the point where I'm so fucking good that I will be undeniable when I touch your soil, that you will actually want to see me again. And when I come back, I will give you a completely different, albeit equally, if not better, fucking show. Because this is my bread and butter. This is where I put all my focus into is being funny on stage, not being an annoying little shit on social media um (laughs) so yeah uh this week's poll results were damn nigga 86 percent no 88 percent were zero to one vacation a year but dream career 12 percent three plus vacations a year but your dream but your job sucks i'm really interested to know why like you would want to like because to me that's escapism man why would you want to go back to real to your reality that sucks you know that's the thing for me where it doesn't make sense. How how are vacations the thing that you most look forward to when that's going to be maybe three weeks out of a year? Like three out of 52 weeks versus the rest of the year and you're in misery and your job is shit? Shout out to the 88% of the people that were just more fucking... <laughs> I'm not going to put down anybody, but but come on, bro. that's That's a weird one. I don't know why you'd want to live in, I don't know, I don't know, man, escapism, I guess, traveling, you just want to, like, travel more, because I did say three plus, so, and I straight up see people going to fucking Mexico every other week, I'm like, go somewhere new, (laughs) I don't know, I've done better poll results, you know what I mean, but Dante's not here for me to bounce shit off of, And this was a very basic question this week. So also, bad week to be on my own for poll questions. Other than that, I think it's been a pretty damn good episode. I'm going to leave it that way. I love you all. Thank you for being here. If you're new to the podcast, God bless. I'm here every Wednesday, usually with Dante. We got content on the YouTube channel regularly throughout the week now. Um, So make sure you hit that subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. Uh, follow me on Instagram or social media. I'm AKA black Zeus. It scrolls at the bottom of the screen every couple of minutes. Uh, make sure you enjoy yourself. And if you drive, make sure you find an honest mechanic as hard as that may be. I actually think next week's poll question, this, this is a good one, bro. And th- this will obviously only apply to the people that drive, but <clears throat> what is more important to you or what is harder to find? How about this? What is harder to find Uh, good sex? Steadily, or uh, a good mechanic, a good honest mechanic. What's harder to find? Good sex that gets you every time, like with the like a partner essentially that you have the most amazing sex with, and and like the relationship is good. You know what I mean? Because usually you'll have a really good relationship, but something like the sex won't be the best. But those crazy bitches, they'll give you the best sex, but you don't want to be with them. <laughs> or is it harder to find an honest good mechanic? I'll let you marinate on that. Make sure you check out the, uh, the podcast next week for the results. And uh, make sure you're following me and Dante. Dante's person1prod, P-R-S-O-N, number one, P-R-O-D, on Instagram. So give him a follow, too. Other than that, I love y'all. Be blessed. Enjoy the sun. Peace, peace. <laughs>